0: Welcome to episode number 14 with CEO of the Free Will Dream Movement, Austin Haynes. Welcome to the We Love Philly podcast. My name is Carlos Aponte, a Philadelphia school teacher whose mission is to promote volunteerism throughout the city of Philadelphia and help put the brotherly love back into the city of brotherly love. Each week, my students and I bring you a person or organization that is making Philly a better place. Thanks for spending some time with us, and let's dive in. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, happiness is not a goal, it's a byproduct of a life well lived. And Tony Robbins once said, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Today on the podcast, we're joined by Austin Haynes, who is the embodiment of these two Quotes, Austin is a lifelong Philadelphian who views volunteering not as something that you spend time on, but as something that you are investing your time in. This episode, we talk about how Philadelphians are looking for ways to feel more fulfilled. How walking away from money to pursue a higher calling can empower you to create a space that fosters growth, which was the most surprising part of this episode for me, which I'm super excited for you all to listen to. And Austin shares his dark night of the soul moment that helped transform his life. If you want to find out more about Austin, you can visit his website, www.austinhaines.com. Dot com if you would like to interact with us at the we love Philly podcast you can find us on instagram at we love Philly and on Facebook at we you can also email us at we love LP Academy at gmail. Com. We would appreciate you if you commented and rated us on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening to to help the show grow. If you're ever interested in volunteering with us, you can reach out. Like I said, to we love lpacademy at gmail.com. I hope you get a lot out of this episode. Talking to Austin really inspired me to keep pushing my dreams further, and I hope he does the same for you. Welcome everyone to the We Love Philly podcast. I am with Austin Haynes. He is the founder of Free Will Dream. They have a movement in the Philadelphia area to help you get
1: free, stay present, and move forward. How are you, Austin? I am fantastic, and it's an honor to be with you today, Carlos. Oh,
0: thank you so much. I appreciate that. Wow, I feel special. I'm on the other side of the table. That was quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I like that. You're trying to help people get free, stay present, and move forward. What do you mean by that? That's a good question, and hopefully, we have your listeners hooked. The this whole story about get free, stay present, and move forward. I, I would like to tell you that I sat around and I spent a good two, two, three hours or a week, you know, bashing my head and trying to figure out some some cool slogan that I could bring to the market and build a movement. But the, the truth about all great movements is that they are birthed organically. Yeah. The interesting thing about my story, which started about five years ago with this, that was not the original mission. But once I moved forward on purpose and I got in that place called the sweet spot, which hopefully we'll get into during this podcast, this is what was reflected back to me. And I was told that you help people get free. And if you're wondering what do you need to get free from, that means a lot of things for a lot of people. During the course of this podcast, I hope to go deeper into that so your listeners, whoever's listening, can really dial into what that means. And I'm going to turn it back to you, but I'll just say Philadelphia, being born here, it just has a place in my heart. I was born at Jefferson Hospital. It's the birthplace of freedom. We live in a day and time where I believe there's a new kind of freedom that we all must claim. It's not going to be stowed upon us like we think. We must become an active force in our lives. Claim it.
0: I can't agree more. So, did the Philadelphia area inspire this, or what inspired you to get free,
1: stay president, move forward? Wow. Carlos, that's a a deep story if you want to go in here, Uh, uh, which we can, which we can. But Philadelphia inspires me every time I'm here, the the different parts, and we can talk about Philadelphia. But my story in particular, I was not free. Uh, I would love to tell you that I, I had it all figured out it wasn't always always this way and i'm gonna keep the story as short as i can because it's it's a longer story and hopefully people want to stay connected with me they can hear the full story but it, it starts at a very young age going through a divorce and being on public assistance being given food stamps and having that to get be our food source and, and being raised by a single mother but That's not the story. The story is what was developed in my head about the situation. And the story was that I wasn't good enough. Everyone else had it figured out. And in that moment, I say moment, really, it it was a process of divorce. It was a process of being on public assistance. My my father was a Vietnam veteran who battled with PTSD, substance abuse. He self-medicated, primarily alcohol. And then my mom, had bouts with clinical depression. And here I am trying to make heads or tails, figuring it out. Through that life that I lived at an early age, a story was formed in my mind that everyone else had it figured out, but I didn't because of where I came from. And there's a lot of layers and depth to to what happened in that process. Uh, Obviously I'm giving you the short version. So I I literally, I struggled for a long time.
0: I don't mind if you are extending it because that's what actually my students, so we volunteered for Austin. We actually went around the city and we gave positive messages and food to those in need all over Center City. And then we actually attended one of his events. And it's coincidental that your story really struck my one student, Cassine. He shares a similar story to your upbringing. So when he heard your story and saw what you were doing at an event, and then he heard during the event that you actually were someone who walked away from a job where you were making a lot of money to come and help people get free, stay present and move forward. That really inspired him. And he's actually been talking about it for probably the last week. So wow. I wanna thank you for that. But yeah, that story, wow. that him being able to relate to you. And a lot of my students are the same way. They think they're supposed to have it figured out at 17, 18, 19 years old. And it's not really the case, right?
1: No, it's, it's a process. And you were at the event, we, we talked about the process and I know that's a, can be cliche, but you really got to go deeper into the, into the things that you hear. Don't just take it at surface value. There's a deep part of the process, but I, I'm over here. I got, I got goosebumps, Carlos, and you were at the event Yeah. and we, in my circle, we always say, did you get goosebumps today? And, I, and I'm asking your listeners, you know, if you didn't get goosebumps today, we, we invite you to, to get goosebumps, if not on this podcast, you know, at some point, do something for yourself that inspires you. But I'm, I'm humbled because knowing that I affected Kasim at such a deep level, I didn't know that. But, but I do know that I needed to get over myself in order to tell this story. In, in order to reach people, I needed to be willing to tell this story and yeah. get over myself. Yeah. And, and that's a process. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a giving birth.
0: Yeah, and it's so important, I feel like, for Philadelphia youth for the adults to show that vulnerability. And I remember right after you told the story at the event, I believe Kasim wrote on that piece of paper, I'm smiling so big that, what did it say? That it could- I'm smiling in
1: the back of my head. Yeah, He felt a smile <laughs> on the back of his head. He said he never yeah. felt that before. Yeah, And that, to me, is what this is about. And there's a lot of layers to it, but it's in a moment. It's the present. That's the stay present part of this. There's always an invitation to the present moment. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happened in your past, the things that you're worried about in the future. There's always an invitation to be present. That's beautiful.
0: When did you notice that the organization mattered so much to you? I remember going to the event and I believe his name was Amelia. Yes. Amelia Roman. Yes. I remember him saying that you have done over $20 million in sales Mm -hmm. and you're actually left that behind to help other people on their journeys. So when was that moment where you knew that what you were doing mattered so much that you were willing to leave that behind and make a change?
1: This is a great question, but I want to be right up front with your audience. This is what's really cool. So if you're listening to this podcast, we are at a really amazing time. And that's because I literally just gave my notice Monday. Oh, wow. I just gave, put in my resignation. I have a really great relationship with everybody that I've worked with. I love them. I've had a great experience. You know, we'll see how long they want me to stay around. But to your point, you're asking me about the moment. And this is, this is the message for people. The human brain always wants to know in the moment what to do. I want to know right now. And, and that's seeking. Right now, to know all the answers can cause anxiety. And this is why people don't get successful. This is why they push success away, because they want to have it all in this moment. What I learned to do, and you saw it on one of the cards, is breathe and trust. It's on one of our messages we share with people. Breathe and trust means that I don't need to know the answer right now, but I trust that I will know the answer at the appropriate time because I developed the belief in myself and for me, I have a strong faith and belief in my creator. So that gives me the freedom to be who I really need to be, to embrace the uncertainty of life, knowing that myself, my resources and my creator, if I'm in the present moment, everything will happen automatically. And that's really been the journey for me. And, I've, and I would love to tell you that that's always the case, but awareness is the key of everything. If I'm aware, I can exist and be in that space more frequently. And that's what's happened.
0: Yeah. So it was in the moment, like what? You shot out of bed and said, I'm gonna go and help people and I'm gonna leave my sales job. No,
1: so my journey started, here's another, You know, I knew the move forward. Yeah. I'll do it when? People said, I'll do, I'll retire when? I'll take that trip when? I said, I'll do it now. Exactly. Because I knew that even if I didn't leave my position right away, I knew there was a deeper calling. There was a deeper purpose. And I knew I needed to get into motion and I knew it wasn't gonna be perfect. It, it, was, it was messy. It was, I made a lot of mistakes. I, I did things wrong, but I invite people to do things wrong. I invite you to mess up, especially, especially students we are talking about your students. Listen, mess up. Try to be in a safe place, when you, but mess up. Make mistakes, throw paint on the wall. I mean, metaphorically speaking, be willing to splash some colors on the wall, be willing to take that canvas and don't wait till you get all the right paint, the right brush, like start throwing some paint on, rub it on, see what happens, see what you look like. you don't look, you don't like it, you can, you can change the canvas. Like you you are going to get another canvas and, and, you know, and I know people say you only live once. No, no, you live every day.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You live every day. So every day you can, you can begin anew. The problem is, Carlos... And I said problem for those people that don't like the word challenge, it's it's a problem, is that people just are living on a repeat. And I talk about that in the live event.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we Stuck wanna
1: hamster will. Right. And what we want to do is we want to take that soundtrack and we wanna scratch it out. We wanna so that it never plays that groove again, so that you can start to create something brand new.
0: Yeah. So when you were taking the inventory of Philadelphia or going around and looking at the current state of Philadelphia, why do you think what you provide
1: was needed? Because I've done research, and Philadelphia is a microcosm of a much bigger ecosystem. And I love Philadelphia because it's the birthplace of freedom. And I think, what, what better place, right? It couldn't be any more perfect in terms of the place and the location. But there's, re, there's research out there and, that people are not fulfilled. Yeah. They're, they're not fulfilled in their jobs. I believe the numbers have gotten a little bit better. But about three years ago, Reuters.com said 86% of the people... Don't feel like they're they're in their dream job, but it goes deeper than that. Like they're not fulfilled. They're plotting their escape. So half of the eighty-six percent are plotting their escape, yeah. and the other half are just existing. They're just dealing with this dissatisfaction of what they're doing. Yeah. Now the numbers have changed a little bit in recent years. With millennials are getting older and the numbers are changing, but uh, there was a, a statistic that millennials felt like like the American dream was dead. Yeah. You don't need Austin Haynes to tell you, I mean, you can look at your own, look around at your own situation, look at yourself. How do you feel? Are you living a dream life? Are you in a dream job? Or forget that, forget the term dream for a second. What's your level of fulfillment on a daily basis? I mean, that's a real good way to figure out where you are. What's your level of fulfillment on a scale of one to ten? And if you're five or you're six, it's time to maybe look at that and say, What am I doing? Am I really doing what I want to do with my life? Yeah. And then the message after that is we believe. You can change it at any point, any situation that there's ways, if planned and done the right way, you can change it. So what what are your go
0: to techniques?
1: How do you get these people to change? The one thing that I do, I could go through my strategies, my techniques, the seven steps in the Free Will Dream program. But I may have told you on Saturday, the one thing that if I'm going to brag about anything is that I have gotten really good at creating a space that fosters growth, and I'll tell you why. I believe that people are smart. They got untapped resources inside them. They got unbelievable talents, treasures, and gifts yeah. that they can fulfill their dreams, but there's just layers of stuff. What I, Once they get into this environment that we create, I believe we just help peel the layers away and unleash and unlock what's already there. We may be adding some new components, some new information, but if you can unlock and unleash all the potential that already exists in a human being, it becomes limitless because now they start to create and then they co-create with other human beings. And when you get into that sweet spot, miracles happen.
0: Yeah. What do you think it is about the the now that people are so scared of? Like I tell my students all the time, they ask me, I don't want to go to college or I don't want to work a full-time job. And I'm like, well, listen, when you go to college or when you work your full-time job, when are you going to do it? Are you going to do it in the future or are you going to do it in the now? And you're all like, well, it's not here yet. It's going to be in the future. I'm like, no, everything that you create and that you're doing is in the now. When you go to college and you walk through that door, that's going to be the now. When you find that first job and you have your first shift, you're going to have that in the now. So what is it about the now that people young people, old people are avoiding so much that they can't take that action and they're kind of frozen.
1: It's conditioning. It's, uh, what I had was destination addiction. I was convinced and and I call it addicted to the destination because when I had a certain level of success, then I'll feel fulfilled. Then everything will be all all right. When I live in the right neighborhood, when I get the right friends, when I get the right wife, when I get the right husband, when I get the right significant other, when all that happens, then I'll feel fulfilled. And so for me, I tell people I was coming from a place of lack to prove that I was good enough, that I could get a certain level of success and I would get to a place where I would end up feeling that fulfillment. But if you don't deal with the fundamental issue, you don't get present with that stuff, you'll never, it doesn't matter what destination, you get to, and, and let me just speak from experience because I work, I've worked with Tony Robbins. I have the fortune of, of met Tony Robbins. I've been trained by his trainers, his, uh, one of his lead trainers, and uh, had that, the beautiful opportunity to do that. And Tony said this, he's interviewed 50 billionaires. Yeah. 50 billion with a B. And he's dealt with millions of people all over the globe. In his best professional opinion, he said four of the fifty billionaires were fulfilled. Wow! So you don't need me to tell you, you know that 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 fulfillment is is missing, and that there's no destination you're going to get to that's going to give you fulfillment. Fulfillment, to your point, is going to is created right now. Now let me be real because there are people that are in some really really bad situations, and and I don't want to ever devalue. Or diminish anyone's situation because if you're in a bad situation you know it you yeah. don't need anybody to tell you you don't need anybody to tell you well i can feel fulfilled right now you don't well, you don't know my situation but what, what i invite people to do is figure out a way to feel a little bit better and the question is so if you're a person that's in a really bad state bad situation and you're like fulfillment i can't even get out of bed in the morning Right. Yeah. well The the question is, what's the smallest action you can take that would yield you to feel a little bit better?
0: Yeah, kind of build that foundation. You're trying to build those tiny building blocks. You can't try to jump up the entire staircase. you got to take it one little step at a time. So even if that means not taking a full step and maybe just inching up the staircase, you you have to start with that little bit. Right,
1: but it's a little deeper than that in that it's the awareness. See, the first step is the awareness. Because what happens is when we're going through a bad situation, we're in a bad state of mind. And when you're in a bad state of mind, you know what you do? You have blind spots. You devalue that step. You don't even see it. You're too overwhelmed by where you're not at. You're not at that destination. You don't have that person. So you're so overwhelmed by what's missing, you completely devalue the step. So what we're doing right here is we're drawing awareness to it. That question draws awareness to oh, wait, there is a small step I can take. And if we can get people just to take that small step. In my experience, and we're working with thousands of people, yeah. that little step opens up the door to more steps. Beautiful. To, your, to your point.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So how do you see free will dream in five to 10 years? What impact is it having on Philadelphians?
1: I believe we've already doing it to your point. We're doing it now. Let's just we gotta we gotta walk our talk. Yeah, I'm doing it now. The difference is it will grow, and it will continue to grow organically in, in what we're doing, the messaging, the feel of it, the people. I've already I, I got chills because I, I literally I love the people that have come in my life, and you're you're one of them. Thank it's just, you, I appreciate it. Amazing, you. like you, you, people you attract through your mutual connections. Like somebody yeah. suggest, you know, we had a mutual friend that suggested we meet, yeah. and here we are. And so you never know where the road goes, it's just being completely open. But, but I do see it and I teach people this, it's just trust. It's not necessarily what Austin wants. Now, if, if, if I'm a good leader, I have an intention about where I want it to go. But if I'm a good leader, I'm also open to the path. Yeah. You follow, follow me? Absolutely. And so I see it growing in numbers. I see it changing I, uh, I, and just getting better and better and better, I, that's what I see. But we're already doing it now. Yeah.
0: When you go around Philly, what do you see? What does it make you think? And what does it make you wonder?
1: I see people that are at all stages in their journey. You may have the successful entrepreneur who's, who's a driver and an achiever and he's, he or she is going for that next level, but they're doing it alone. Yeah. They don't have that peer group or the right peer group. I also see the homeless person who's out on the street not sure where they're going to get shoes, not sure where they're going to get the next meal, and just wondering how they're going to get through life. And in that scope, both of those scenarios are those people free? Right? So I'm wondering are are they free? Because yeah. freedom is not necessarily a physical state or place. Freedom is a state of mind. Freedom is how you move the puzzle around in your in your mind to build fulfillment. Are you in alignment with what your heart is? The work that you're doing fulfilling, are you giving back to other people? And so what I contemplate is what can I do to inspire other people to be their best self, grow my business and fully embrace and enjoy the process while I'm doing it. And so again, the now, we handed out little cards. Yeah. It's a small act of kindness that yields a positive result in uh, my
0: it me, Kasim, my student Kay and Michael, we met an Ethiopian woman and we were right in front of the love sign and we gave her the cards and we gave her the food and she couldn't believe it, that young people were taking the initiative, taking the action, coming out into Center City, talking to people they didn't know and spreading that positive message. And they'd have maybe a 30 minute conversation. And from that 30 minute conversation, I know Kasim went immediately to me after I found him, went, I need to find out more about my African roots. And he has been inquisitive about it ever since. So like you said, meeting those people, networking, being in that now total moment, it's, it's really life-changing. And it really helped, I feel like, Cassim get free and start mm-hmm. to want to learn more about his heritage and learn more about how he fits into what Philadelphia has to offer and what he can do to people. It was awesome. And it was just a two-hour afternoon of just helping people <laughs> who
1: two hours on a Sunday, folks. I mean, it's yeah. just two hours of your life on a Sunday afternoon. That's what we did. Yeah, we made a. I made a small investment, but the impact was was lasting yeah. for the people that we gave to, for the people that were doing the giving. Exactly, and we know if, you, if you're in this space, you know that there's a biochemistry that is triggered when you're giving, and they've proven now that. The observer of an act of kindness has the same biochemistry. Just being in that space. That's why, again, we, we devalue these things, right? When, when we're doing something, when we're giving back, it, it's like this wave. And, and if you want to give you a visual, it, it just starts to migrate out like a wave, like a trickle in the ocean or, or, or a pond. And you, you drop it in and it just waves out. Yeah. And it impacts everything that is around it. And, and that's what, what this is. And you, you do, do those things. I, I want to go back to your question. just So, so I, I nail this, um, that, so people want to get free from something. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a homeless person. It doesn't matter if it's a billionaire. We're all breathing the same air. We're all dealing with the same, similar things, the, the mind, the layers, the conditioning, and we're all looking to get to that place, but that place is right now. And so we all want to get free from something, limitations, lack, a rough childhood, a horrendous act that you might have done. Something that you want to get free from. I just want to tell people it's possible to get free from that. Like you need to know that. You need to know that it's possible to get free from that. I like that you said uh, the horrendous
0: act. I feel like I fell in that category from what I've done in my past. And I actually wanted to lead into if you had that sort of dark night of the soul moment that made you realize how your own ego was blinding you from certain things. And then that, that moment where that light switch flipped and you were like, oh,
1: yeah. this is the trauma I was reliving. There's been a few of those, but I'll, I'll share with you one. And I just want to share because when you, me included, when you're in that space, you're selfish. Yeah. And you don't even realize you're selfish. I've had a couple moments and I have not shared this story but I, I believe in my heart that it's time for me to share this story and I'm gonna share it at, at my live event in more detail. But, but I wanna share with people because you may wonder who, who is this guy talking about these concepts and these things. But I wanna share with you that I had a, a moment where I thought my life was over. And I, I'm not exaggerating. And what, what happened to me was I, I never drank because my dad was an alcoholic until I was 18. Everything was fine, having a good time, partying, but one night I went to a party, a friend's house, and I had a couple drinks. And I wasn't drunk by legal standards, but I had been drinking. And through a series of events, I ended up taking a couple girls home and the unthinkable happened. And I actually, I ran a stop sign and there, there was a car coming through the intersection at the same time. And the, the woman uh, that, I, that I hit, it didn't make it out of the accident. And so that was a night that I thought my life was finished. And through the grace of God, and I know I, I talked about my parents, but I, I want to honor my parents because, and, and this is a message too, because you may think your your parents or people in your life, they're, they're toxic or they're bad, but through my parents' flaws, they loved me and even though they battled with these things i knew they loved me and once i got through the, to the end of myself and realized that nothing's guaranteed you're not promised everything that you can love them back but i want to share this with you because you know my father was a vietnam vet and I didn't learn this until after he passed uh, January of, of 2018, January 11, 2018. But he had a man die in his arms, and I never knew that. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because my dad was the right father for me. He wasn't what I wanted, but he was what I needed. And the reason why I'm sharing, is I'll never forget it, Carlos, I'm just breaking down... And I'm telling myself, my life is finished. And my dad said, your life is not finished. And coming from him, where he had come from, he meant it. And I would love to tell you that, you know, through that process that, that I cleaned, cleaned up and fixed everything up, but I didn't. Because it was a process. But by the, by the grace of God. You asked me about the moment, and I want, I want to leave this quote with people because this is, this is profound, and you may want to write this down, is that people wait by the front door, and they think that what they want is going to come barging through in broad daylight, banging a drum. But what happens is, oftentimes, it sneaks in the back door while you're sleeping, and you wake up only to realize it's there. And this has been my story in all this journey of my life. And I'm sharing this with you because that moment of change was an organic process. I started to make better decisions. I got clean, I quit drinking. I I made up my mind that I was gonna live a healthy lifestyle. I got stronger in my faith. And it was a series of incremental good decisions over time that radically transformed my life, which gave me moments that I can point to. And so when I was 25, that was it. And my, my dad had a stroke at that time, which I won't tell that story now, but that was a moment where I said, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm cleaning things up. No mas, as they say, right? Yeah. No, no more. And, uh, and that trajectory has sent me on a path that I'm sitting here with you right now and I, I'm I'm almost amazed, and I'm humbled because, and here's when you know you've really, really, you, you get humbled. You know, I know they say, uh, was it M. Scott Peck said uh, a path diverged in the in the wood? Is it is that the right author? I'm not sure if okay, that's yeah. the right author, but it was a fork in the road, and I took the one less traveled. Okay, yeah. you know that quote. Yeah, yeah. But let me share some light on that. It's when you look back, and you realized that you took the road less traveled, but you didn't know it. And you realize that you could have taken another road that could have led you down a devastating, destructive path where you never figured it out. You never got fulfilled. You never had an impact on anybody. You just existed. So my story has not only turned into a crutch, I'm not good enough. It's turned into complete empowerment and purpose. And to what I'm going to do with this life and, and the people I'm going to impact that I haven't, they don't even know me yet. Yeah. And really, this story continues to unfold, Carlos. And, you know, this is an interesting interview because, you know, things work out for a reason. You're the guy who's getting this. Like, no one else has this. And I felt just compelled with the timing and how everything's working out. I felt compelled to, to share this story with everyone because I needed to get over myself in order to tell this story because... There's people out there that have done horrendous things. They've yeah. made mistakes, and and they're it's like an it's like an anchor uh, around your your ankle. You can't you can't move forward. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Thank you so much. Yeah, actually, I want to
0: send a lot of love your way. I appreciate you for coming on here and being as open and as vulnerable as possible. I feel like that is the type of leadership that that a lot of people are missing in that openness and that honesty and your willingness to to take time with people who are going through the same thing, I'm sure, and to share that story and to be that love and that light for them. I
1: really appreciate you for that. I wanna honor you for the work that you're doing in Philly. I'm, I'm honored to be here and be a part of this. And I think you're doing some amazing things with these Thank students. You. And we want, Philadelphia to, we want Philadelphia to get free. We, exactly. we wanna we want set a positive message to Philadelphia. Definitely. It's the birthplace of freedom. It's There's so many great things here that yeah. we can harness. And, and do great things in our own backyard.
0: Yeah. So if you could go back in time and tell the teenage version of yourself three things, what would you tell the teenage version of you and you're, why?
1: Man, you're unbelievably strong. You have no idea the strength, the depth, the resources that lie within you. Although you may think you don't have it figured out, it all makes sense. Yeah. Keep going, keep making good decisions, one small good decision after another, and you will be a miracle.
0: How can people get a hold of you? Do you have social media, a website, I do. any events, or anything coming up?
1: The easiest way, looking to connect with people as simply as possible, is to go to austins360.com. And I'll, I'll spell that because it's very simple. It's A U S T I N S as in Sam. The numbers, 360, 360.com. So, austins360.com. If you go there, you'll have a menu. You can get to my Facebook, my YouTube. I have a video. My next event will be there, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Anything you want to find out about me, you'll be able to connect to me through that website. And, um, you know, I'm going to be doing a cross-country trip, too. Maybe we'll save that for another podcast. Oh, wow. One last question. What's your definition of love? My definition of love... Well, I would, I would go into my faith, but if we, if we want to make it real in human terms, uh, rather than me give you some airy-fairy answer, yeah, I, I would say that love is unbelievably strong. Love is something that people think it's weak, but to love somebody means that when somebody gives you their worst, you can love them back without taking the toxicity. And that means that when they're coming at you, and you're you're looking to, and and they might trigger you you're able to kind of detach from that and still love them through it beautiful so it's not based on how they behave with me it's based on how I'm going to love them when they give me their worst and I'll just share this with you that has changed my relationships when I learned to do that I learned how to be assertive and loving and and not run away not blast them back, but learn how to hold the space where I'm not triggered, and then I can return love somehow, some way. Once that negative energy has dissipated. Cool. I'm excited for you to share that love with Philly. Absolutely, man. The city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything you wish I asked you? That's a great question. I think this is enough for people to digest for now. I think that we should get this out and I would love to come back on another podcast and there's a lot of other things I can share with you and especially with, with Philadelphia. So. Thank you. Thank you very much, Carlos. It's been an honor. This is called
0: Just My Thoughts where I give my takeaway from the episode you just heard. So Austin's story is the ultimate embodiment of the power of the individual. I feel like humans have such an inclination to be tribal and to choose sides. Republican, Democrat, my team versus your team, we're right, you're wrong. So what makes humans unique, though, is for the power of the individual to conquer that tribalism if you know that what you are pursuing will make you feel more fulfilled. For Austin to change careers later in his life and leave behind the pursuit of the dollar that we're all programmed to chase most of our lives is astonishing. Through his journey, he was able to find what made him feel fulfilled. And now he's making his mission to be of service to others, which is ultimately helping him grow. We hope you liked the episode. Please rate and comment on iTunes or whichever platform you are listening to. And we're excited for you to join us next week. Peace.